I'm Allison Katzkowski, otherwise known as The Allison K. I'm a fitness innovator and entrepreneur turned business mentor and retreat master. A client experience is more than just making the sale or the transaction. A client experience is about how it's put together so that clients can receive amazing real transformation. Here you'll hear all about how the industry leaders are creating amazing experiences. I'm always going to give it to you straight because I know your time is valuable. Are you ready? Let's get into the show. Hey, everybody, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Creating the World's Best Client Experiences. I'm doing this show primarily to not just to pull the curtain back and tell you about what goes on in client experiences, but to showcase a lot of what people are doing in client experiences. I always want to be celebrating what's working. I want to be speaking into how we can change and evaluate what it is that we're doing so that it works better. Um, In last week's episode, if you're just starting to follow me with with this particular show, um, I started out, I just want to, I always want to remind you of where we are and that there's always episodes you can go back and pick up if you you feel like something I'm talking about is really piquing your interest. I began, we pivoted this show back a few weeks ago, back from just what we used to call this, just the business edition, and it was all things business. And the more I talk to people about structuring programs, offering value, creating transformation, it just occurred to me that having more of a focus on client experiences would be a great thing to speak into because I'm not sure that a lot of people in the podcast space are really doing that. So I began, we, we began the pivot about seven episodes ago. We started out with my philosophy on a client experience, and we've just gone from there. I've done episodes, I've cre- did an episode on creating a safe space. That's episode two. You definitely want to check that one out because if you're doing any kind of close work with people, whether it be in business or their personal lives or something else, safety is everything. We always want to make people feel safe. So you definitely want to check that out. Um, And then last week, what I did was I went into, I sort of gave a little input into my philosophy of follow-up. And I talked about what follow-up is. I talked about the different ways that we can provide follow-up. And I mostly just wanted to speak into this whole idea that follow-up is not simply at the end. And I really, that's what I really want to make my focus today. In last week's episode, I promised you that I was going to go into where I think follow-up fits. It's really three areas. And there's a number of different ways that these areas, what these areas can look like. So if you're in a business where you're in the health, fitness, wellness, coaching industry in some way, or you're in the service-based industry in some way, you're providing client experiences. You may call it a coaching container. You may call it a program. You may call it a course. You may call it something else. But ultimately, at the end of the day, what you're providing is an experience for people. Okay. And so how we do follow-up is everything. It's almost just as important as the experience itself. Okay. So a lot of people in business, you know, sales, for example, Um, or any type of consumer front-facing type business. I mean, retail falls into this category, wholesale, um, any type of, you know, sales type environment. We tend to think of follow-up being at the end, okay? So you're going in, so I'll just use the retail experience as an example. You go in, you shop, 
for the most part, you're probably on your own unless you're in a really high-end store where you're assigned a concierge or a personal shopper, right? You're probably on your own as far as picking things out, although I do think that there are some stores that do a really excellent job of this. It's usually the smaller boutiques that focus more on personal service. And your bigger retailers, you're not going to see this as much, primarily because staffing always seems to be an issue. Um, Retail does not lend itself well to working reasonable hours. I mean, it's a lot like the health and fitness industry in that retail has to be available when people are not working. So for the most part, that usually means a lot of nights and weekends. So if you're in the retail space in some way, you're most likely are maximizing some type of presence online in conjunction with an in-person type business, right? I mean, I really think the retail businesses that are doing the best today are maximizing both. There's a lot of talk now about retail going strictly to online. I mean, Amazon has a lot to do with that, you know, pivot for a lot of people. But I really think that the best possible experiences for people combine components that are online and in person. If you've been following me for a while, I'm a big fan of what I call the hybrid business model. And this is something I really believe is the wave of the future. But when we talk about follow-up, we're really talking we the, the, the point I want to make before I get into going into each of these three areas just a little bit more, giving you some real examples, is follow-up does not just have to be at the end of an experience or a transaction or some type of sales experience. And unfortunately, follow-up is viewed as something we do at the end. So what I want you to, to, te- to really start thinking about is what if you made follow-up part of the process from the very beginning, Okay. So in other words, we want to seed the follow-up right from the start so that not only do our clients and customers expect it, but they believe that there is something that's coming after the experience is completed for the most part, okay? We all we don't ever want to get people to the end and have them asking, okay, where do I go now? We want it to be a seamless transition Number one, because the longer that people work with us and the longer they're in our space, the more results we can get them, the better relationship we're going to develop with them. And and that's obviously going to benefit both of us, right? It's going to benefit us that are business owners. It's going to benefit the clients and the customers too, because they know they don't have to go shopping for somebody new, right? And, you know, there's never any harm in looking around if you're a consumer, never any harm in doing that. I would really recommend that you routinely do your homework. But by the same token, if who you're doing business with is doing things properly and from a high energy space, then it's almost assumed that your relationship with them will continue. And that's a lot of what follow-up can do. We primarily do follow-up because we want to continue a relationship. So why not do follow-up right from the start? Okay. So the real key here is how we position it. Okay. So in last week's episode, I gave you three general areas where I think follow-up fits. Number one is to get feedback. Number two is to address problems, okay, of some type. And then the third area is to express gratitude. And so what I'd like to do briefly is just go into each of these three areas, give you some real examples, some things that I have done in my own business, things that I have done that I've seen that have worked well out there. And of course, I'm always open to hearing your feedback. So if you'd like to go to my website at www.theallisonk.com and send me a note, I would love to hear what your 
your philosophy of follow-up is, number one. And number two, where do you think it should be in a client experience? Should it be, you know, seeded throughout? Should it be something that we absolutely do at the end? Should it be something that we're even talking about before people start to work with us? Okay. I would love to hear your input. So please feel free to send me a note. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode of the show, I would love that as well. So you can reach out to me and myself or somebody on my team will get you our booking link and get you started with the process. There are some questions that we will want to ask you about your business, about what it is that you do, just so that we can position our questions to have the best possible experience on our interview. And that means that those of you listening can have the best possible experience as well. So let's, let me dive into each of these three quickly and just give you some examples. So, hey, if you're wondering how you can put together an amazing client experience, or maybe you're doing these in your business already and you're thinking about how you can innovate and change, I want to offer you a free gift. Go to my website at www.theallisonk.com forward slash mini hyphen retreat playbook. If you go to the homepage of my website and scroll to the bottom, you can punch your email address in and get it sent directly to your inbox. It's my free gift. This is my five-step process that I use in creating every experience, retreat, and event that I do in my business. And I would love to be able to share it with you absolutely free. Head to my website again, www.theallisonk.com forward slash mini hyphen playbook and grab your copy of that now. Number one is to get feedback. This is probably the most common way that we do follow up, right? And for some of us, like myself, I view this as an ongoing process. So for example, it might be just a a simple series of check-ins. You know, in my business, in the fitness business, a lot of what we do is to provide accountability support, okay? A lot of reasons why people feel like they need somebody to help them with their health and fitness is that they feel like they need to be accountable. They want to be accountable. They don't trust themselves to do the work on their own. Because, well, life happens, right? And there's not, not, that's not right or wrong. It's just a fact. Life does happen. But having a coach in your corner not only keeps you honest, but keeps you working in a much more efficient and streamlined way so that you don't end up spending a lot of your time trying to figure out what to do. Am I doing it right? Um, What if this happens? It's like you have your own personal cheerleader. One of the things that we do here at CU Fitness is we offer what I call an accountability subscription, Okay. And I came up with this idea because where I I see a lot of people in the health and fitness space go is they offer what they call a subscription or a membership site. These really exploded during 2020 when everyone was at home, right? And we weren't meeting in person. So because of that, I elected to go in a slightly different direction. What I started hearing from people was, I know what to do. I just need to be accountable. I know what to do. I just want to know that um, somebody's checking on me. This is the reason why group fitness is so popular, right? Because people view it as being accountable, okay? Now, there, the research is out there that suggests, and it's legitimately 100% true, that you will always work harder when other people are in the fight with you. This is why group fitness does so well. It's the real phenomenon behind group fitness, okay? And there's ample research out there to support this. I'm not just making that up. Okay, but one of the things that we do here is an accountability subscription. And the whole purpose for this is, is to provide touch points. We personalize the touch points with clients. Some of them need 
you know, a weekly check-in. Some of them need an email check-in. Some of them prefer a text message. Some of them prefer a 15-minute check-in, you know, via Zoom or a 15-minute phone call. We can tailor it based to what the person's lifestyle is and where they think those touch points need to be and in the best way. Not only does this give us continual support with somebody, it gives us an open channel to consistently assess if what we're doing is actually working, meaning that if what the path that we've chosen is actually getting the results the client wants, and if it's not, we can make a change. And when there's no communication, there can be no follow-up, okay? But we see this from the very beginning with every program and every offer that we do, from our private coaching to the groups that we run, to my Innovate Mastermind that I do with business owners, to our retreat experiences, there is always some type of follow-up support. And this is one of the main ways that we do it because I feel like having a hands-on approach to have follow-up support is everything. And this is seeded purposely from the beginning. The very first day that we work with someone, we say, when we follow up with you, this is what we do. Because we want it to be well-known that they know that they're not going to be by themselves and that we're going to be right there with them for when they need us, Okay. Um, some people do surveys as a way to get feedback, okay? You know, you've probably been somewhere where you've gotten an email saying, please fill out the survey and let us know how we did. That's a form of follow-up support because it allows you to give your own personal feedback. Now, most of the time with surveys, there's rarely anything that's still going on. What I see done a lot in the health and fitness space, particularly in with in-person gyms and studios, really going back to, you know, almost pre-pandemic levels now, um, I'm seeing this a lot and businesses use this feedback to strategically place them ahead of their competitors in their marketing. And that's smart because they're using what their customers are telling them as proof positive that what they're doing works. Okay. So they're using this to see the client journey right from the beginning. Okay. They're giving it to the client either after the service or throughout the service, but they're using the feedback in their marketing themselves. So it's a very smart move, really. A lot of people do emails. I do an email newsletter once a week. It goes out on Fridays. Um, we call it in starting in the month of May, we're going to call this five minute Fridays. And we're going to give you five quick tips every Friday. And I'm going to use it just like I've been using my Friday newsletter as a way to number one, keep you apprised on what's going on here. Number two, give you an idea of what our experiences are like. Okay. And number three, to give you amazing value. You'll, you'll, if you are on our email list, you will get our latest podcast episodes. You'll get fit tips. You'll get health tips. You'll always be the first to know when we're doing our newest trips and events. It's the quickest and best way for you to stay in the know. So if you want to be added to our list, please reach out to me and say, hey, please add me. You can find me in any of my social media channels and we will make sure that you're added. So those are some examples of what I do in my client experience journeys with my clients, um, with all of our retreat people, they get follow-up support. And we set this up intentionally from the very beginning of the retreat experience so that they know when they go home, the work is just beginning, right? So the second piece of follow-up is what I call addressing problems. This is obviously something that we don't like to do, but it's really necessary that we do it. Um, a lot of people offer evaluations you know, hey, give us, uh, you know, write us a short testimonial or give us your feedback on a scale of one to 10 or one to five, right? Google reviews are like that. It gives you an opportunity to be able to really say, to really give your input 
and to address possibly if there was a problem, how you would like it handled different. You know, one of the things that I do a lot with people once they stop working with me is I'll, I usually ask them, do you mind if we just sort of have a little exit interview? And I do this, you know, and because I honestly want to know if there's an area that I can improve. And maybe there it's a chance to kind of reassess expectations. It's also a way to reassess, you know, what's truly happening and how that event was perceived by the client. This is something that I don't think is done enough. And when I see it done, it's usually in response to a problem. So what I would recommend for anyone out there listening is that we be intentional about when we do this. We do this during the client process. We do this long after the client service is completed. But we don't just simply reach out because there's a problem. We want to reach out um, as part of uh, the ongoing process, okay? And then finally, the third area of follow-up is directed to gratitude. Um, I don't think this is really done very effectively, if I'm being honest, in a lot of client experiences. Uh, One of the things that I did when I was first starting my business Any client that referred a new client to me, I rewarded them with a free workout because I was grateful that they thought enough of me and what I was doing with them, that they would think enough of me to refer me to their friends and family. Okay. I still do that today. And I believe really strongly in that. For anyone that makes a referral to me, I also pay what I call an affiliate commission because again, I take very, I take a lot of, I mean, that's, that's very valuable to me. That's advertising I don't have to do. And it's an easy win-win for people that are already working with me and happy and satisfied with the results that they're getting, okay? I see a lot of businesses offer partnerships and collaborations with other businesses and say, hey, because you're a customer, because you've been with us for a year or two years or three years or whatever, then enjoy this coupon for 20% off at whatever, whatever it is, whatever business of the month they're promoting. There's a small, there's a studio Here in Raleigh, where I go for workouts, it's called Metabolic. It's a franchise. They're all over the United States. And they have what they call Mad Perks. So when you're an unlimited member, you get to take advantage of discounts with a lot of different businesses. There are coffee shops, there are retail shops, there are body work practices, massage therapists, um, really businesses that are not considered competitors for them. And it's smart because the more they promote other people's businesses, the more those businesses will promote them. And that's something that you might want to think about in your business if you're listening, is to think about, number one, where are your ideal clients spending a lot of their leisure time and their money, okay? Because obviously people make decisions with their money. They 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 spend money on what they value. So if there's a way for you to establish a collaboration or a partnership with somebody where your ideal client would appreciate going, it's a win-win for you and them, okay? Because it's absolute free advertising for both of you. The other thing that I do personally with a lot of my retreats is, is that I offer retreat participants that have been on trips with me before, they're, they are eligible for special rates. I call this a VIP discount. And I've done this since the very first retreat that I did. And I will always do this because I believe in longevity and I believe in making this an absolute no-brainer for people to continue to travel with me. I want to remove any possible barrier there is for people to want to continue to do this. Okay. So we want to incentivize people to keep working with us. Now, that doesn't mean that we need to greatly discount what we do, but we need to reward people for, you know, continuing to support us too. You know, we will all, I will always offer amazing value. I will always show up 100% for people that trust me to help them with their health and fitness and to be a part of their journey. 
but I also want to reward longevity too. Um, because look, there's a lot of people out there that are doing what I do. There's a lot of people out there doing what you're doing. And it's just a nice way that you can reward people for choosing you. Okay. So you may want to think about that. If you're interested in adding retreats and events to your business, I would love to talk to you about that. We do have a special, unique offer where we can help you put together your own retreat process that will actually help you monetize it and clear a five-figure stream of income that you can add to your existing business model. So, because we, you know, if you see yourself doing this in your business, then please reach out and talk to me. Let's get on a call and let's just chat about how this could possibly work. So just a quick review, three areas where you can go really deep with your follow-up and you can see this from the beginning, okay, is offer a chance for regular feedback, offer an opportunity to address the problems and how to fix them, okay? or how to do things differently. And then finally, where can you express gratitude and how can you be creative doing it? Okay. So that's what I got for you today. I hope that was helpful. This is Allison Katzkowski with creating the world's best client experiences. We will see you right here on the next episode.